That's our bartender, Dustin, shaking it up for us. We're getting so big, we have a bartender. <laughs> and a good one, too. Look at that, right on cue. Right on cue. Very good one. And I tell you, my arms are loving it already. Thank you so much for our new sound effect, because normally that's me shaking the martini shaker. And, and you don't We have more things do to do. We have more things mm -hmm. to do today. We have a special guest today. We have Patty Cleveland all the way in from State College, Pennsylvania. So in between learning more about her and drinking our martini of the week, we'll have too much to talk about for me to shake a martini shaker. So why don't you tell us what is our martini of the day. What, what did you whip us up here? Uh, this week's martini is a watermelon martini. Hmm, any thought behind that? or? Um, I found a really great website for martinis. <laughs> I'm like, what would be really easy to make fast because I don't have time to really whip one up today. I, I and it's relate refreshing. to that so well. <laughs> um, although last week you did a really good job with your I, I was impressed with it. For those of you who might have missed last week's show, we talked about time efficiency and time management, and Gina made fun of me because I bought a martini mix that was already put together. I think you guys should um, introduce the guest springs the flavor of the martini week. <laughs> That's a great idea. Leave it to Cleveland. She always has ideas. That's right. I would have brought a chocolate martini. You know, Hershey, Penn State, Pennsylvania, it would have been very mm. nice. Maybe yeah. after the show. That's a really good idea. We, I mean, we evolve each week. Right. Right. And so right. maybe we should ask After the guests. After three weeks, we'll be really evolved. <laughs> <laughs> we should ask the guests ahead of time what their preference is. Yes. I think our guest next week, Rada Herring, oh, she's, she's all martini. But I think, is she bringing the martini? Probably not. She's very busy. She very is very busy. busy. Someone, oh, we have a guest bartender who's actually showing up with a pomegranate martini. What have you been working on? Guests, guests who are bringing in martinis. He's a guest. He's a guest. Yeah, he just wants to bring us a martini. I like those guests. Yeah, he's not going to be on the show, but Great he's going to he's going to bring the martini. All right, I'm all for that. All for that. I'm like we usually don't have guys around other than Dustin, but if you want to bring a martini, you can. Just like we will never um, turn down two Jeff Fridays for wanting to sponsor sponsor our us. Patty, we're in very shameless plugs. We mm -hmm. shameless, yeah. We would like TGI Fridays to sponsor our show since the martini meeting came about due to some business women getting together for a lunch that turned into a four o'clock <laughs> martini partaking. And it was at TGI Fridays and it was fabulous, fabulous martini. So we're thinking that TGI Fridays should have something to do with the sponsorship. I think it's clear. It, it's only obvious. It's so. obvious. So anyone who wants to do sponsorships or bring martinis, I'm all about that. We're all about it. And if you're new to the show, um, well, it sounds like we're just drinking. We're actually drinking. And working. <laughs> and working. Um, we are not FCC regulated. Someone asked me yesterday, how can you do that? I'm like, because we can. And that's something we say a lot here, Patty, at the martini meeting. Because we can. How come you guys get to have martinis while you work? Because we can. Because we can. Because we can. Yeah, see? Because we work a lot and so we have lunch and then we talk and then a martini gets involved so this whole concept came together based on women working trying to run businesses brainstorming because when you're a small business you don't always have someone to talk to sometimes you have nobody else to talk <laughs> to other than other women in business that you go to lunch with and it's sometimes a liquid lunch and great things happen so that is how the martini meeting got its name for those who are new so we do actually talk about relevant business other than yes. just drinking yes yeah it's funny my um, cousins are in town this week and Patrick who we call Patty Poo affectionately 
um, started ripping on me going, you mean you have a radio show? He goes, you already get paid to talk. You mean more people want to hear you talk? I said, believe it or not, Gene and I actually do have a radio show where we talk for a whole hour. And he goes, how in the world do you talk for an hour? And I said, well, I mentioned the martinis, right? <laughs> he said, that is just wrong. You get paid for a living as a business, and now there's a radio show? So you're getting paid to talk and drink. Very is, nice. Yeah. Is it, that not beautiful? Can't what go it, wrong. And what I we, think for that, we'd have to cheers. Oh, yeah, cheers to that concept. Watermelon. Watermelon. There we go. Here, here. And to Patty's great idea for asking the guests each week what they would prefer. I know we need an intern to write down all these ideas. That's a really good idea. I think you should get one. Was that a subtle hint? Eileen <laughs> <laughs> and I both um, run our own businesses, which is what kind of brought us together. Myself with Carolina Improv Company, and Eileen with the Meeting Institute. And we kind of we get together and we do stuff together, training-wise. Um, and we both joke about how much help we need, how we need assistance. Which I got one. Yeah, and that was our topic last week, was finally breaking down and saying, you know what, I really need help and I need qualified help to actually go out and research and find someone and interview someone. And she did that last week, and we talked about what a monumental step in her business that's going to be. Is that breaking down or breaking up? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's an opportunity. Yes. Opportunity for growth. I had a, a not a breakdown, but a breakthrough that I, I just couldn't do it all anymore. I couldn't keep up. And I'll tell you, the week was so much better last week because I could just like, oh, Heather. Oh, Heather. <laughs> Heather? I'm like, Heather, are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> it's been one hour. Are you done yet? Are you worked out? We sat down finally and had a meeting on Saturday or Friday. I don't know. I've lost track. And said, okay, because I had to give her a directive. I had to give her a directive on things that I needed and I'm like what do I really need done and I couldn't I couldn't come up with anything and then I sat down I started writing started writing started writing we got together started talking I'm like oh yeah and you could do this and you could do this and you can do this and then I wrote it all out and I sent it to her and then I'm like oh she could do this and this and this let me revise that resend I'm like here's a revised list I'm like oh she could do this and this I'm like I can't keep sending her revised <laughs> list. I'll just wait uh, like a week to compile more things. She's like, this is a full-time position, a year <laughs> right? work scope of services here. <laughs> it's amazing how the world opens for you when you go, I have someone who can help me, and, it, and you can take all that off your plate and have someone to just take it from you. Anyway, we have a call from Kay, and we love getting calls. So uh, <laughs> please give us a call. Hey, Kay. Hi, Jean. Hi, Eileen. Hi. Hi, how are you girls doing? We're awesome. How are you? How are I'm good. How are those watermelon martinis? They are fabulous. I wish you were here to have one with us. <laughs> I would love to. Uh, maybe I'm left. I'm not going to be drinking any drink this afternoon. Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, I was sitting here talking about, you know, the supporters supporting each other and that, you know, women in business, how hard it is, and it's sometimes how to find uh, women to have help from, you know, there's all these support groups out there for, you know, who are grieving, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, coming in recovery. <laughs> you know, I actually need to start a martini, martini meeting support group. You know, I have to listen to Brian Adams every afternoon and have uh, all these motivational speakers. And they always talk about, you know, have to be focused groups. I think I do speak about um, so what do you think about 
I can think there's a great need for women to gather and drink martinis and support each other in their business plans. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, you're, um, it was hard to hear you, Kane. I think we're going to ask you to call back, but I think what you were saying was, what are our thoughts on creating a support group, because there are other support groups out there, um, one being Alcoholics Anonymous, um, which, which Gina and I are both proud to say we are not, have not been made to go to yet, so right. just in case anyone was getting that idea, no, we're not in there. I think that's a really great idea, um, to have a martini meeting support group. I think we could start one. Um, there are some, in the Myrtle Beach area, there's a, a group called the Coastal Power Women, which is um, a group that gets together every month for lunch, um, and that's, it's more networking and helping each other get business and recommending business to each other, which I think is really cool because, you know, getting business is about developing relationships. And when you have a better relationship with someone, you're going to just automatically think of them for business. But I think that's a great idea to do kind of that monthly. And I know you went to like a networking the other night that I missed for the up-and-comers of powerful oh. women in Myrtle Beach, which I'm one of and you are one of. And that was so much fun. We missed you. We um, had an up-and-comers reception where the people who were mentioned in the Coastal Business Life uh, magazine and that special article about the up-and-comers, we had a function at Gordon Biersch on Tuesday night. Thank you so much to Gordon Biersch for the appetizers, by the way. And we got to just chat and talk amongst. And it was really nice because I actually got to meet maybe six people that I've never met before in this, awesome. in this area. So that was really nice just to kind of have that environment. Um, I know I joined, Sue White has a group, it's a professional networking mm -hmm. over lunch, and it's open to men and women, but it's always women that show up. <laughs> so that's another... I think women are just better networkers. I think women look for more for relationships as opposed mm. to, if I get together with you, I'm not going to jump on you and be competitive with you. We're going to be able to help each other right. out. Right. It's not a competition thing. Right. Despite our reputation for being catty. Right. All that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> that's, that's a really great point. You know, there there's some women that are hard to work with, and then there's some really cool women that get the concept of helping each other and networking to grow, and which is what brought Eileen and I together, and so many other women in the area in business. My fiancé was leaving the corporate industry several years ago and wanted to reinvent himself. He said his biggest struggle was he didn't know anybody, like because he hadn't done in his career path in manufacturing, he didn't do any networking ever because he was always nose to the grind as we are but you i think women are better at scheduling networking right i like, think it yeah I we will we look have for it yeah right. we look for it we will have lunch today at 12 o'clock to have lunch together we're gonna we're gonna make time for it and we're gonna bounce some ideas off each other i also think that women look for um support and that connection in addition to our business successes. Like Eileen, I'm remembering when you started the Meeting Institute and you sort of made that jump. You kind of called some friends and said, you know, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, any suggestions? And you were really open, but it was also part of the process. And then kind of in exchange for that recently, as I've made some changes, right. um, hey, Eileen, can you help me out with that, as with some of the stuff that you've been already doing that we can kind of pay back? And I, think, what I mean? and I think the relationship part of that is knowing who is good at what. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, Patty knows that I, if I need anything edited, she is my queen of the red pen. So I'll say to her, Pat, and think of, that's just not my forte. I will be right. the first person to admit that. So if I know that's a weakness, I'm going to depend on one of my fellow women 
entrepreneurs to say, mm -hmm. hey, here's, I don't have the skill. Can you look over this, this copy or this press release or my website, I think I said to you at the very beginning. I think it was a newsletter that we, and the, we yeah, the e-newsletter, and that was something that you looked over, and it's funny because someone else looks at it with a completely different set of eyes. That's right. your baby. That's your passion. But sometimes you say the same thing over and over that you lose someone else coming in going, and I know for me, that's what I miss the most about going out on my own. Mm -hmm. I didn't have someone else to go, hey, what do you think of this? It was, hey, you, yes, me, right. <laughs> sounds good, go with it. <laughs> and, and then I ran into some kind of a hitch with a recent contract. I, an agency wanted a contract for me, and I was like, oh, I don't have that one. Oh, it's going to cost me. Eileen, do you have yours? Can I just take a look at it? Mm. Not going to steal it, right. but just, uh, you know, again, a jumping off point, and mm -hmm. it was great. It and was that's really where that great. trust comes from, too. I know that if you ask me for something, I trust you implicitly. So yeah. I know it's going to be handled ethically. Mm -hmm. I know the intellectual property that I share with you, you're going to use to grow your business, but not to take from me. And I think that's the difference between who you surround yourself around. Are you going to help build them up while building yourself and your business? But it's all trust. I think trust is really important, especially in female relationships. She's definitely you know, that. It, And that's what w most impressed me about you when I met you, because when I was ready to jump off, the first person I called was Eileen. We we drank we had we didn't we drank coffee for three hours, um, one morning and she See, people we do drink we on do alcohol <laughs> beverages coffee, <laughs> um, and she proceeded to like give me copies of her stuff to help me, and with the explicit like but don't be ripping this off kind of a and I thought that is one cool woman to be willing who barely knows me to help me like that. And it created an instant respect, trust, relationship. It's that boomerang principle. What you put out there, you're going to have come back at you. I had an opposite um, situation happen. I had been doing Ooh. some PR for a um, company and developed, and I was a consultant, kind of came in, you know, kind of popped in to do some work. And I had been doing some press releases for their for their properties and developed a friendship with one of the women who was sort of in the subordinate position. And I hadn't heard from the company for about a month or so, and this woman called and said her male supervisor had given her all of my previous press releases and wanted her to use those as a template and essentially not use my service anymore. And it was really kind of a, one of those... As there are gasps in the room right now. <laughs> right. And it was one of those, um, how mad do you get? Um, what do you do with that? And, and she, I think, viewed that we had a relationship and she could trust me. And in the meantime, I'm looking at the impact on my wallet. Right. <laughs> As you should. Right. And so it worked out okay. We handled it okay and went from there. But it was, it was an interesting learning opportunity. Uh, you know, we're um, we're going to take a break. Um, but when we come back, we want to talk more to you, Patty, about your business and what you do. Um, get some advice from you. And, and also talking about this kind of stuff of paying it forward and putting it out there and what comes back because that's a really big thing that's important to me and I know Eileen as well. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll uh, see you soon. Please call in or chat in. girls I love our music and more importantly I love Dustin who is awesome we do love him Dustin does awesome music for us he does great sound effects how about give us a little shake there we go very nice very nice nice and I believe we have a caller on the line yeah. Sean 
Sean, are you there? Hi, Eileen. Hey, Sean. Yes, How you, are you? Fantastic. We are so appreciative of you calling in and as someone who runs her own business with uh, graphic designs and things like that. I'm sure you have something you want to ask or share. Am I right? Um, I'm actually calling in to support you, darling. Aw, very kind. At 2.30 in the morning, or 2.30 in the afternoon here in fabulous New York. And how's the weather in New York? Because we're oh, really warm here in Myrtle Beach. Oh, no, it's cool here. It has a nice breeze. It's sunny. Everybody's out and about. Well, we um, will. Uh, we'll we'll allow the New Yorkers to call in. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. I do have a fabulous martini for you. Though. Oh, you do? Um, yeah. Does it come with I a recipe? Yesterday. I, I'm sorry. Does it come with a recipe? I no, not really. I I I had it at a restaurant. It's a coconut martini. Ooh, it's, very um, nice. I'm, I'm sure That's Gina, nice. by the end of the meeting, will probably figure out how to make that. Coconut <laughs> martini. Mm. So maybe uh -huh. when the martini. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said maybe when the martini meeting has our satellite office in Hawaii, that would be perfect. <laughs> That's a great idea. I'm just throwing them out there. Um, um, Shauna obviously knows you. I don't know her. A little bit about you, Sean. Oh, um, I work for an advertising agency in New York. Um, oh. It's called BBDO. Mm -hmm. And I do graphic design and computer like web design. Oh, this is Sean. Yes, this is the yeah, designer. Is Sean. And Sean is also <laughs> an amazing artist. Is this someone we wanted to do our logo? Yes, this was the, the yes, same. <laughs> For our listeners who don't know, as well as to Patty, who's going, who is the Sean person? Sean is my oldest friend since we were seven years old. Nice. Wow. And uh, women supporting women. Have Absolutely. <laughs> And Sean, keep it clean. We don't need to hear any stories about Eileen from growing up or the ugly days. We don't need to bring any pictures or anything like that, just to let you know that. <laughs> okay, I'll keep my mouth shut if you keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I will. Well, thanks so much for listening. I so appreciate it, as does Gina and our, our guest, Patty, today, because we uh, definitely want all the listeners we can get. So thank you so much. Keep listening. Sure, anytime. Thanks. Your topics are awesome. Thank well, you. Thanks. How nice you have a friend like that. I know. Isn't that nice? I mean, we've been friends for such a long time and have, have seen each other grow up, fall down, get back up. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, those friends, I mean, she knows me. I mean, since seven years old, I mean, she knows who I am through and through, and she's that person that I can always go to when I need something. You know those people in your life that... I do. Love they know people, you. <laughs> they know you good and bad. You don't have to words, be anything other than who you no are. Words, right. <laughs> exactly. And, that, and that's who she is. So... I'm a huge advocate of keeping those people close and around you. So anyway, so um, and did you like the way I um, asked her about how I mentioned the logo? Yes. Um, those of you who who know what it's like when you need something done, you go, which friend can do that? So for free, for free, for, for free. free, right? Yeah. So I uh, immediately jumped on and said, Hey, Sean, can you design us a logo? And of course, in true Gina Tremarca fashion, by the time I got a hold of Sean, Sean emailed me back. Gina said, I already did it. I already got nice. it done. <laughs> well, it's a temporary logo. Oh, I like our You logo. know how I am about marketing and branding. Yes, you and Patty would have a lot to talk about with the fact that you're both PR people and so good at dealing with public relations and how to communicate with people in a community about a brand. Let me tell you, you two would have your own radio show. So well, you know what? This. That is a great segue. Enough about us. More about Patty. Let's talk about Patty. Yes. Let's talk about Patty, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out a little more. Marketing is near and dear to my heart. I, 
I can do a little bit of it. <laughs> Just a little, please. <laughs> well, let's talk about Patty and how I know Patty is through my affiliation, my proud affiliation with Penn State. And Patty is a faculty member at Penn State University and is within the Recreation, Park, and Tourism Management Program at Penn State, which I graduated from. And I did not have the privilege or the pleasure of having Patty as one of my teachers or professors, but I got to know her as an alum going back and working with the university and was just drawn <laughs> to Patty because every student wanted to hang out with Patty. So Thanks, I had to Eileen. You were being so kind. But I, did I already buy you dinner this week or something? <laughs> what, what's going but on? But it was so true. And to see college students resonate with a professor that they actually want to be around them after class, that's a huge kudos and compliment to you. Thanks. So I appreciate wanted, that. appreciate that. I said, who is this lady? She looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> and I actually had to say a similar reaction because I hadn't met you. You were um, a little younger, not in my class, obviously. And you came back from a meeting and did a presentation um, Pretty soon, pretty soon after you had just started the Meeting mm -hmm. Institute, right? I said, "Who is she? She kind of fills up a room and high energy, and um, it's been a long-lasting friendship since. Great times." In um, fact, I think Patty's introduction was, "You're from Allentown, Reading, somewhere in there." I'm like, "How do you know where I'm from in Pennsylvania?" She goes, "Oh, I know dialect." In my in my next life, I'll be a, yeah. a, a linguist. I, it, it's very interesting to That's me. Cool. Accents are very interesting to me. So I love y'all down here in <laughs> South Carolina. Where, where do you think I'm from? Um, definitely not South Carolina. <laughs> I was going to say Upper East Coast, though. Oh, darling, come on now. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Okay, Jean, I'm losing it here. <laughs> uh, I, I get East Coast a lot, and it's Chicago. Interesting. But that might be the Italian. Might be the Italian. It's, you know, I didn't get the Midwest twang. <laughs> no, you really don't have a lot of that. I might no. be losing a little bit. And, uh, and in Chicago, a lot of that twang is the south side of Chicago, where they're like these and those and thems. Oh, thank God you don't say that. I don't do that. But anyway, so we have Patty, who I got to know through Penn State. And, and then, because Patty just needs more to fill up her time, um, having three children and a family and everything, she still needs more. And then became a columnist for State College, um, a State College paper. Right. And how did that all happen? Because wasn't there something going on with the school district that then launched that, or which came first? Maybe well, you'd be better. Well, it was at interesting. Um, I, as you mentioned earlier, I'm an editor. I love to write, and it was something that I didn't find out until about later in life. Um, you know, I kind of muddled my way through Penn State. Was really good at going to football games, I should point out, um, and tailgates. I was really good at right. Um, and then I figured out at some point that writing is really my love, and. So what ended up happening was our local paper, just, you know, a little county newspaper, put out a call for local columnists. And they just wanted somebody to write about stuff that was happening locally, what were we, mom stuff, Penn State faculty stuff, although they always put the disclaimer, her opinions are <laughs> not, not necessarily that. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> Dustin's probably had to say that about us, right, too. Right. For this. I was just thinking that. <laughs> so I ended up writing and getting, it, it's a little weird, because when you write in for a little town newspaper, they put your picture there, and then when you're in the giant market and, you know, picking out avocados or <laughs> other things, people say, I really like your articles, and it really was kind of a fun thing. And at the time, a um, you know, local girl from right around State College, there was a discussion going on about a local issue, which was about our local high school, and I wrote a column about that. And it ended up turning into probably one of those controversial yard signs, uh, you know, elections, and it was really kind of an interesting thing, very controversial, very hot. 
And I found myself having microphones stuck in my face from local <laughs> press, and um, we ended up kind of doing one of those like community grassroots groups, and we need a statement from you, and we want, you know, we need your opinion on things. And suddenly, kind of unrelated to my career, was asked to put forward a press image for a very important issue. And we ended up being very successful in that issue. It was um, we had the side, I think, of right on us, and it was a long, it was a long thing. And I met a lot of great people and learned a lot about politics. But from that, um, I had I started having people call me, businesses, saying, "We watched what you did. We saw and if how you could do that for them. You can do it for us." And we saw that you never got angry. You never were nasty. You put forth a very clear message. You were consistent in your message. Would you do that for us? And I think that's when I called you, going, "Eileen, can I do this?" <laughs> And I said, you know, I can. Right. I can do that. Uh, I'm really lucky in that the university isn't very encouraging of people doing their own things, starting their own businesses, and as long as you kind of attach the Penn State name, you're all good with it. Mm. So started, kind of hung out my shingle, <laughs> and gradually started getting some um, companies who said, we've got this going on, and we want you to help us with our image. We've got this going on or this crisis going on, and we'd like you to have, help us draft our message. And... I'm not formally trained in PR, but I think there are some basic things that we know. Mm -hmm. um, it's called common sense. It's called common sense, and I think... Even though it's not always so common. It isn't always so common, but people would get very kind of crazy. Well, we could say this, well, or we could say this, or we could act like this, or we could pretend this. What are you talking about? Like, put it out forward. And I always look at politicians now kind of, kind of mm -hmm. going through that PR thing, and I say, why don't they just tell the truth? Be who they are. Tell the truth, put it out there. So it's interesting. I've had I've had a, some great fun with companies coming in, and they'll say, "Oh, you know, we want you to put this message through, but we're not really doing anything exciting. What we need some public relations. We're not really doing anything that's exciting." I'm like, "Sure, you are. You I'll make it exciting. Well, you just don't know it. Let <laughs> right. me spend some time talking to the people. Oh, in the, you could be in my new trenches. best friend. Yes, you're doing I, some crazy. Like I walked I into um, I walked into a hotel one time with some. Uh, I was working with a. a hospitality management company and they had a bunch of properties and they said we are not you know we don't want to pay for advertising we all know PR if it shows up in the press it has a little bit more legitimacy to it like if it's in black and white in the newspaper mm -hmm. people buy it more than if it's a shiny glossy ad mm -hmm. they say that must be true because it's in the newspaper of course right right, right. even if it's the National Enquirer no I didn't say <laughs> that but so I walked into a hotel and they were saying oh we're just this you know run-of-the-mill hotel there's nothing exciting going on here and I said can I just spend some time with your staff and I found out that like as a community service project six of their housekeeping staff had gone to one of the local elementary schools just for fun to do like a, a, a flower planting activity and I said there you go. There you go. Start there. Right. And it's not rocket science, but let's just put your name out there. It was kind of cool. So that's the rest is history. It's all fun. That's all fun. That's awesome. We um we actually have to get a break. It goes by so fast. When we come back, I'm too chatty. No, it's you the martinis. I swear, I'm used to PR. <laughs> PR. I I love you. You could be my new best friend because I am affectionately called the PR whore. Um, <laughs> I say that with love to her. When we yeah. come back from break, um, Monica is on the line wanting to talk to us, so she's hanging on the phone line. And Blakely Jenkins um, has a question for me that's qu quite embarrassing, but we'll address that too. So, And welcome back, Blakely. We missed you. We missed you. Um, she was in Portu Brazil. Brazil. So, speaking um, Portuguese. Speaking Portuguese. Nice. So uh, we're going to take this quick break, and we got lots to do when we come back. Monica, please uh, hold on. 
We'll talk to you in a minute. Shake it up. Shake it up. Shaggers and swingers join us at the JD. Okay, this is um talk show, not singing show. Oh, man. Welcome back to the Martini meeting with Gina and Eileen. And uh, we're taking a caller. We're taking Monica. She's out there. Hey, Monica. Hi, Gina. Hi, Monica. I'm just calling in because I just can't get enough of you. Oh. Uh, seeing you, uh, watching you perform, and now I can listen to you on the radio. Uh, as Aww. it was mentioned, I can't watch you drinking, but uh, I can imagine. <laughs> And we would like to slurp loudly. Yeah, (laughs) slurp loudly. We would like to apologize Uh, to our listeners and viewers who apparently are very upset that they cannot see us (laughs) drinking. So, Monica, I'm sorry, but please visualize it. We are drinking. Oh, easily. Very easily. We are having... I remember... Call the cab for the ride home. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'm sitting here drinking a a frozen fuse uh, diet, you know, Water drink. That's we can put some depressing. vodka in that and turn it into a martini. Just pretend. Yeah, well, you know, the, the company doesn't appreciate that. <laughs> yes. When you're on company time. Yeah, and we won't really mention the company's that. name. No, we won't. We won't do uh, that. But I, I just wanted to, to just really bring to full circle uh, sitting in Elena's backyard and, and you discussing hopefully someday bringing some type of uh, comedy to the Myrtle Beach area and to see how wonderfully you've, you've brought it to fruition. It's just such a, a testament to you. I'm really very proud of you. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Thank oh, you. Drink, drink, and stuff. <laughs> cry in your beer. <laughs> Thank you, Monica. I love you. We miss you're you. Welcome, you take care. I'll see you uh, at the Cougar Kitten C- Bunny thing. Cougars, Kittens, and Beach Bunnies at Carolina Improv. And what would that be, Gina? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> see you, Monica. See you Thursday. Bye-bye. Bye. Thursday okay. at... Um, at Uptown Theater in the Myrtle Beach Mall, Carolina Improv Company presents Cougars, Kittens, and Beach Bunnies, an all-female improv show. And what time? 7.30, Thursday, July 8th. See, Gina, I'm getting a sense from you about this. I, <laughs> I can do that. But you know what I mean, Eileen? You know, we were talking about, like, consulting. I'm like, Eileen, what am I supposed to say on your radio show on Thursday? And then I thought, you know what we need to say to women is that whole, I can do that. Yes. Like, you're sitting in a backyard with some friends, and you have a goal in mind, an idea in mind, and, mm-hmm. you, and you say, I can do that. Yeah. It's like, man, I can write press, press releases. I can oh, yeah. do Gina things. Is an, Gina is an excellent, excellent example of I can do that. She came to this Myrtle Beach small market and said, I'd like to do, you know, a comedy show or improv. And people are like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody you can't do that in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. You know, and, and people telling her she can't fires up this lady right here. And that means oh, yeah. I'll show you how I can. But I think that's what sort of separates, yuck, 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 the men from the boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. is, I don't know about you, but Love when somebody it. tells me I can't do that, yes. guess what? Maybe it's because I'm a middle child. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But that's a whole other show right I there. I know, that's a whole other show. <laughs> but the I can do that, I think, is what separates yes. a lot of people and, and women who say, I can do that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've always lived that way. And aside from, I mean, it, improv is a big part of my company. We, we, we have shows. We do training based on it. Um, but the fundamentals of improv is saying yes and, yes to ideas, and never saying no. Even if you don't yourself believe in the idea, if you yes and yourself, 
you can make things happen. But it's also about the way I was raised because the attitude, the way I was raised was we learned work ethic really mm-hmm. early in life and you worked really hard and and ultimately, as most of you know me, I'm extremely competitive. So telling me I can't do something will only make me prove you wrong. Well, my thing I think it was always always a little grandiose. Like I would see somebody do, I can do that. I can do that. Well, <laughs> maybe I could. I, I could do that. <laughs> it makes total sense, though. When I saw that Eileen was doing some programs, some leadership training with you and leadership and all that stuff, the stuff that we talk at Penn State, a lot of it has to do with entertainment. A lot of it has to do with standing in front of people and Absolutely. keeping their attention and keeping it, it fun. Making and, it fun. And we do that very well. I can do that. Yes, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> which, which, I'm sorry, it's time for another shameless plug. Um, if you shameless plug. If you enjoy listening to Eileen and I, we do offer um, training together. Um, organizations can hire us together. And we also do a quarterly workshop um, that anybody can sign up for. And our next one is August 11th, and it is loyalty to longe- loyal customer loyalty to longevity. How to make your customer a lifetime customer, and how to build those relationships, as, as as we were talking about a little bit earlier. But it will be focused on customer service. It'll be from nine to twelve at Springmead Beach Resort, and you can register for that. And if you have any questions, feel free to contact us, and we'll get you more information how you can get your team involved. Awesome. Sorry, Excellent. I had to put that shameless. That's okay. I love the shameless plug. Yeah. But but we do. I think I do think we offer entertaining training, right? Because we we combine what I do with what Eileen does, and well, what a concept. Uh, you know, we take customer service training and we add improv, mm-hmm. and it is the fastest corporate training that you'll be a part of. And we participated in a webinar that. Oh, dear. Patrick Lencioni, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patrick Lencioni was doing a customer loyalty and. In there, he talked about improv. Oh yeah, and we said, oh, "We're ahead of the curve. We're finally I was ahead texting of a trend." You. I, was te- I was like, "Did you hear that? Did you hear that? We're we're we're, we're right on track." But you know, public relations is like the ultimate in customer service because, you know, when you're selling a product, you're selling it to the person who's the most skeptical, who isn't interested, and you've got to sell your product, and that's how it works. Mm-hmm. So and and speaking of PR, and then we really should talk more about you. But we no, we tend don't talk about me. we <laughs> we need to you know preface every show with we'll try to our, our poor guests. We hope they get a word in edgewise. I was criticized last week. Um, someone's like you didn't you didn't let your guests talk right away. You made her sit there for a while. Now keep in mind that that criticism came from a man, so <laughs> it doesn't really count. But your guests and are again, that was Gina who martinis. said that. That How was bad Gina. About that. <laughs> That was bad about that. That was Gina. Eileen did not say Eileen that. Eileen will not be held responsible for the <laughs> beliefs of... Patty, you'll see during our show, there's many times I'll go, and that was Gina. Yes. <laughs> not me. But um, uh, speaking of PR and shameless plugs, I'm just bringing this up because uh, Blinkley Jenkins uh, asked this on the chat. Her question was, Gina, when, when will you be on another cover of a magazine? As soon as she can. And the answer is... As soon as I can. Blakely likes to make fun of me because I ended up on the cover of a magazine. Tell them what magazine. Transitions. And for those of you not in the Myrtle Beach area, Transitions is a publication for women who are a little bit older than myself. Oh. So people were making fun of me because I'm not. In transition. I'm not in transition (laughs) yet. 
<laughs> nothing wrong with being in transition. Exactly. No, not that there's anything there wrong, wrong with, with that. that. Right. <laughs> but I have a lot of. I have a. I'm not gonna. I'm 42. Oh come on, Gina. Life I'm, is always about transition. Exactly. I'm. I'm 42, and a lot of my friends are in their 30s, and um, so they want to those friends. Want to poke? Yeah. <laughs> they want to poke at me, but. Um, Blakely, the answer is, as soon as I can get on another cover of a magazine, I will. And um, Blakely probably also wants us to be playing Celine Dion in the background. Yes. Let I me tell you. That. For those of you who don't know, Blakely left us for about five weeks to do a rotary trip to Brazil. And I thought I knew Blakely pretty well, but she set up this blog for while she's been gone. And in the time that she's been gone, I feel like she's my new BFF. I became addicted, addicted to, to her blog. It got so sick that I had work things that I had to be doing, and I'd be like, I got a meeting in 15 minutes, but I can read Blakely's blog real quick. I was like, this is sick. Right. I need an intervention from this blog. But it was so funny, and, and she's back, uh, back in Myrtle Beach doing the job that she does, and uh, she said that when she was in Brazil, everyone would ask about Celine Dion and Michael Jackson. Are you serious? Yeah, she said that's how... How we're known yes. in America. So um, Blakely was so kind as to leave me a song voicemail the other day singing the entire Celine Dion song. Oh, I've saved it. Ooh. Little does she know when that might come back. That would be fun to play um, on our show maybe next weekend. Oh, I think that would be fantastic. It would be, it would be a great mockery. I'm sure the whole chamber would be very proud of that. Yeah, she works for the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> Not that we want to call that out or anything, Blakely. Um, but we're getting ready to go to break. When we come back, we're going to try to give Patty um, an opportunity <laughs> to speak a little bit. Sing Celine um, Dion's yeah, yeah. Yeah. We because can have a Celine Dion off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because we're almost at the end of the show, so maybe you could say something else about yourself. And I would like to touch on the uh, topic of pay it forward, or I guess we'll do that next week, or we're just going to expand the show to three hours. <laughs> so we'll see you. Talk to you in a few minutes. the martinis are taking effect uh you are listening to martini meeting with gina and eileen and we have uh patty as our guest patty Kleben. Kleben. Mm -hmm. i keep wanting to say leave it to Kleben because eileen, eileen said that right earlier <laughs> thank you eileen. <laughs> you're welcome um patty any thoughts on the concept of of pay it forward the concepts of pay it forward um my karma ran over your dogma. You mean that whole thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and um, just the whole concept of mentoring show. Well, I think I think I would say pay, pay it forward. Um, I'm gonna, I'll twist that a little bit. Um, I think that most of us women, especially women who are professional women, we end up doing a lot of balancing, a lot of juggling. And I know that I have I've had some life changing, including my consulting business, including my opportunities to um, supplement my income. I have two daughters now at Penn State. My daughter Jillian isn't with us in Myrtle Beach because she had to start at Penn State this week. Go Jillian. Um, We're very proud of you, Jillian. Yes. And but anyhow, I think one of the things that most of us do is we make connections because we're out and about. We take people under our wings. We work charity auctions. Mm -hmm. We help 
with food drives. We participate in our church. Eileen will tell you that one of my standard lines is, if you want something done, ask a busy person. Mm, that's a great that's yeah, a, if you, I gotta write that yeah write down. that down um, and so when I want something done I always call Eileen because she'll get it to me in like two days and we'll be done and because busy people do that mm-hmm. but I think probably I uh, Gina if I could sit down with you Eileen I could sit down with you and say tell me about what you do in addition to your business um, and you'll find there are all sorts of connections and that's give and point. give backs so um, I know that I have made incredible connections, been given incredible gifts, including my consulting business because of reaching out to give back. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great lesson. That's a great lesson. Um, That by, I don't know, by sitting down and saying somebody should do something about that really is us. It really is us. And then, like I said, for me, it has turned into an an incredible professional opportunity as well. Um, I got a place to shine had some opportunities, had some successes with it, and that's been a really cool thing. And I think part of, you know, Patty's, her her job that, you know, I would assume pays the bills is working for the university. Right. You know, I think with Patty's job, that's what she does all day is pay it forward. You know, here's these college students. They don't all are, say that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not all my students but say it will that. But it will take them two, three years, and then the light bulb should go click, you would think. But the thing that I've always admired about Patty is if you want a direct, a direct answer – Ask the question to Patty. She'll tell you exactly where it is, but you need that. I think, I know in my business, I don't have time for fluff. I don't need, you don't need to, you know, send me on a parade and ooh-ah, ooh-ah. Tell me what I need to hear. Right. And that's one thing I truly respect, and I think the students see that. I see that as as someone who who gets to work with you and grow with you is that you'll tell me exactly what it is. Like, but I think that's also public relations. Like I have, I've worked with companies, one in particular that went through a major crisis, and it was, you know, local. It was a local issue for that community, but it turned into there was going to be a lot of talk about it. There was going to be a lot of rumors, you know, oh, this business is going down, all those things. And I think that that not filter, like, let's put it out there, let's be honest is where people establish trust with businesses rather than, oh, we're going to put this shiny coat of paint on it and make it exactly. look like it's something it isn't. And, and, and maybe that's just my personality, but, um, again, I think that's what works. Here it is, put it out there, um, and let people react to it. That's mm-hmm. a human thing, and not everybody's going to like it, but it, it works. So that, that's, that's a great – I agree with that because, actually, um, that uh, webinar last week with Patrick Lencioni talked about that same thing of being, being really honest with your clients – because your clients are going to, sometimes there are things that you have to say to a client and they don't want to hear it. Right. But if you're really honest with them, it, it just creates a better relationship, which is going to bring bring you more business. And the other thing he talked about was um, doing things for your clients for free before they become clients. Oh, you and I have been there doing <laughs> that. Sometimes that makes me nervous, though, because I think, particularly for somebody who started in consulting business, there's always that, okay, I'm going to jump off here, I'm going to offer a product, and somebody's willing to give me this, and, I'm, and I think I can make this money, but then the first person comes in and says, we'll pay you half of that, mm. and you kind of go, uh, okay, how desperate am I, or how motivated am I, or is this a good... So one, it's interesting, one of the notes I kind of jotted to myself was, sometimes I think in business we need to make sure we don't do that, mm-hmm. we don't oh, sell ourselves and, short. And right. I, I forgot to add the part that what he was talking about is, it wasn't even necessarily doing what you normally do that you would do for a client, but almost 
more kind of like, oh, they were moving their offices like somewhere. Yeah, right, I right. rolled up my sleeves to help them move some boxes as right. opposed to coming and do consulting and, and about d developing that relationship ahead of time to become friends in a right. way before you start getting the business from them. But when it comes to, and Eileen and I know this very well, we've done a lot of free stuff and now you get real selective mm -hmm. of is there going to be an ROI on that? Right. Well, I had a friend who, um, and actually she wasn't, I didn't really even know her all that well, but young woman who was starting her own photography business. And she's incredible. She's great. And she was stuck. Like she was hitting that, like, I'm stuck, not quite sure where to go. And I sat down with her and said, Let, can I just do this? Let, let's just try this one press package kind of thing, like this one sort of um, initiative. And it worked. And... A little while later, she called me and said, I'll do your kids' pictures. Or, you know, I mean, it was kind of one of those things. Right, there was some definitely. back and forth. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was women supporting women, which I think right. is also another, another piece. I was in no means threatened by her. She wasn't going to come into my territory, mm -hmm. vice versa. But, but why not do that? You know, so I guess, Gina, maybe I should jump back and say, maybe we do some things for free. Maybe there are some things out there. But I benefited from that as well. Mm -hmm. and, and we've had this conversation. Gina and I have had... And I say this to my clients, too, is, you know, I'm, I'm a strong believer in customer service. When you just start giving things away for free, you're saying your product isn't worth anything. Uh, yeah. Right. And, and you've heard me say that how many times. But when you're starting a business, that's, that's really all you have is to say, mm -hmm. hey, you know, I've done that with, you know, hotels and said, hey, you know, can I come into your convention group and I'll work with your group sales? But then that's my, how I bill that as marketing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And then right. So you might be doing something for free, but like Gina alluded to, there's a return on investment that will eventually pay off. So, and we've now come to the point where we're, we've actually had the conversation of saying, wow, between the two companies merging and, and creating a partnership, we're only going to give so much. Right. So we've now looked at, are we calling them scholarships? Are we giving them in kind? What can we do to say, hey, we, we are giving people. We've already given that away for the year. Mm -hmm. And how can we right. strategically put this into our business plan that we're still paying it forward, doing things to help out, but not giving it away for free. Right. right, and some of that, as you mentioned, that giving it away for free can be great marketing. It can eventually mm -hmm. lead to a piece. And I might occasionally say to somebody, um, and, and I have, how about if I take the first, we, we do the first campaign, if you will, um, I'll do it gratis, and then we see how it works, mm -hmm. and then we'll go from that. Go but from but that. going on that whole gratis thing, the one thing I have learned is that whether I'm teaching classes to individuals because I have the individual classes or whether I'm doing a corporate training um, or whether I've got performers who perform in shows that take classes, there's no such thing as completely free anymore because when I do that, they don't value it. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's true of anything. <laughs> I mean, if you put a dollar value on it, people it's, value it. It's like more even right. if it's just $10. Right. I want you to pay the $10 because reaching in your pocket makes you feel like there's a value to it. If I give it to you for free, you take it for granted, and you might not show up to class. And then you've taken right. the spot of someone else who might have really wanted to have been there. Right, exactly. And we see that a lot. I see that a lot. But on the other paying it forward, what has happened a lot, what has happened a lot um, lately for me, which is really cool, is I've had a really lot of really cool mentors, especially female mentors, who have made me who I am today. And now it's kind of interesting, it's kind of humbling that I've started to get a lot of calls from other women who are trying to get out of their jobs and do their own thing. And I've gotten a lot of calls from people saying, you inspire me, which is just really, really humbling to hear. But it's like, you inspire me, can you give me an hour of your time? And I've gotten a lot of those lately, and even that has been become 
okay, I can only do one of those a week. Right, right. Because I really want to help these other women, but then you're like, this could this could turn into a full-time job of doing that. But again, there's a return on that. Something good comes every time you do that. Well, I remember the one of the first times I was... Um, Again, it was a community effort, and you know, I was essentially, I would say, a mom in sneakers trying to impact a local issue and had, was asked to do a press release. And, you know, I educated I'm on the faculty at Penn State, and I was like, oh, gosh. But I put in a call to um, my sister-in-law, who had worked in the, in the press industry, and essentially she gave me a 12-minute lesson and then we went from there. Do you know what I'm saying? It was, and it I'm was sorry, that, Patty. I'm it was that you. hour. It was that hour of free, of freebie that she gave me by mentoring me and mm-hmm. helped me out. So I, I hear what you're saying, Gina. You're giggling at Eileen pouring more watermelon. Because yeah. the sound of it is distracting over you yeah. speaking. And she's pouring. She's pouring. Very nice, Eileen. She's pouring nice. martini. It's almost near the end, believe it or not. That's, that's a butter shaker. Thank goodness for Dustin. <laughs> and thank goodness for Petra, who is listening, who actually supplied us with that sound yes, effect. Yes, thank you so much, so Petra. So shout out to Petra. She's listening, and she's chatting with us. So thank you for that. Um, before we go, just a few things. On next week's show, um, Rada Herring of the Watermark Real Estate Group is going to be our guest, um, who actually is part, um, she is actually a part of the martini meeting because it was um, Rada, myself, and Eileen who started drinking martinis together. So we're excited about that. Um, If you're not a fan of ours on Facebook, please join the martini page, martini meeting fan page, where you can learn more about our upcoming speakers and how to listen to us, chat with us. I know a lot of you are disappointed that you couldn't watch our video today. I know Dustin is working on that. Um, So you'll get to see us hopefully on video again next week, we hope. Um, Thank you so much for all the callers who have called and all the chatters who are chatting. Anything else? If you want, if you want to email us any ideas, you can email me at uh, Gina at Martini Meeting or Eileen at Martini Meeting, or get to know Carolina Improv Company or the Meeting Institute. <laughs> what? I'm trying to give them every possible way to reach us. Patty, did you want to give a shout out to any of the family and your fans and your friends oh, that my are family, listening? My fa- well, just my, like I said, my daughter Jillian is at home with our dogs. God bless her, Jill. Going to class. We love it. Oh, Miss I'm sure Jill. she's going to class, Patty. But hey, um, thanks for the week, <laughs> the weather week, by the way, here yeah, in Myrtle Beach. Can. Where is this? Uh, thankfully, you made it rain today, so we weren't too grumpy about leaving the beach. Good, good. <laughs> See, I, I tried to create a perfect weather element so that you would say, wow, I get to go to the I get to go martini, martini meeting. meeting. Yeah, and I can leave the uh, wonders of the South Carolina beaches. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you got to speak a little bit on this show. I sure did. Absolutely. Sure did. And I had a wonderful watermelon martini. It's yes. great. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, guest. Patty. Thank, thank you so, you much, so for much for having me. I appreciate it. Any, uh, anything else? Dustin, are we uh, getting ready to go? Or? We almost, we almost done, or we, because you know we could go on a tangent. <laughs> we could go on like, and on. <laughs> Dustin's like ended already. <laughs> um, again, uh, tune in next Thursday to listen to us on uh, July eighth, which is also the same day of Cougars, Kittens, and Beach Bunnies at Carolina Improv Company. Sorry. <laughs> Any other, anything else you'd like to add, Eileen? No. <laughs> Have a great week. Let's shake it out, Dustin. Shake, shake us it out. out. Thanks for listening to us on HearWomenTalk.com.